कभी कभी मेरे दिल में खयाल आता है कभी कभी मेरे दिल में खयाल आता है कि जैसे तुझको Assalamualaikum everyone. You are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM across Yorkshire. We're on DAB across Greater Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. You might be listening to us on an app on your phone or you might even be listening to us online on www.radiosangam.co.uk. If you're listening to this later on uh, uh, the website or on Spotify, thank you so, so much. It is the 13th of September, I don't know where the year's going. Um, today we're going to be talking about an emotive topic. Uh, the subject of today is about breast cancer. I'm Dr Henna. I'm joined with me in the studio today by um, a colleague. We always call it to the colleagues in the NHS. Um, so he's going to introduce himself uh, now. Um, so do you want to tell everybody who you are and then we'll talk a little bit more about what we're going to talk about today? Thanks, Hannah. It's good to be here. Uh, my name's Adam. I'm a breast cancer surgeon. I'm also a general surgeon. Um, I've been a surgeon for the last eight years or so. Um, and also, I'm a breast cancer researcher. Um, so I'm looking into the science of breast cancer too. And one of the things that I'm looking into, one of my main interests, is the effect of um, obesity and weight on breast cancer outcomes, so how people do with breast cancer treatment. Um, I'm also really interested in promoting breast cancer awareness so I'm also involved in lots of breast cancer charities and, and I'm really keen that that as many people as possible get to know about uh, breast cancer and examining their breasts and just all things breast cancer really. Yeah so let me just um, explain to you uh, Adam and our listeners really the reason that um, I wanted to talk about cancer well first of all before I talk about that um, I'm just going to really briefly mention um, something else uh, which I'm going to kind of touch on a bit more next week hopefully um, it's actually gynae cancer gynecology cancer awareness month um, and I've talked before about the importance of smear tests I thought I'd mention it briefly for one minute today um, that lots of Asian ladies don't go for their smear test um, it's really important to do that um, uh, and um, with regards to abnormal bleeding and things like that, um, I'm going to talk about it next week. Um, so please, please, please listen out for that show. So um, today, the reason that I wanted to talk about breast cancer is um, in the UK alone, uh, over 50,000 women get diagnosed with breast cancer 
um, every year. Uh, and that, that equates to about 150 people every day-ish. Um, and every year, um, over 11,000 women um, will die from it. Um, and something that you might not know is that breast cancer can affect men as well. Um, so it, up to 1% of breast cancer are in men, which is why I said people. And when I said people diagnosed, and it's just something to be aware of. Around about 30-ish uh, percent of women don't go for their uh, breast cancer screening. Um, and they, we estimate about 50% of women don't know the signs and symptoms to look out for uh, when, when it could be a breast cancer. And that's the reason that I asked um, um, Adam to come in today. So... Um, can you just kind of go through uh, the signs and symptoms of breast cancer for our for all of our listeners, um, please, Adam? Sure, Hannah. So, in essence, it's actually quite simple. So there are only a few things that you need to be aware of. Um, but the most important things are if you spot a lump. So if you spot a lump in your breast and also a lump in your armpit or maybe around the neck... If you spot a lump in any of these locations, the important thing is to go and let your GP know. Um, that's really, really important. The other things that you should also look out for are whether um, there's a, a change to the shape of the breast, maybe a change to the shape of the skin, um, and also the nipple too. And another thing to be aware of is whether there's any discharge so what i mean by that is any liquid or fluid coming out of the nipple and sometimes that liquid can be um, clear so no color at all uh, sometimes it can be even a color like green um, but it can also be um, blood or a fluid containing blood and that's really important to be aware of and obviously if you notice that um, then please 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 see your gp तो ये कह रहे हैं कि अगर आपने कोई कोई भी डिफरेंस नोटिस किया है अपने ब्रेस्ट में शायद ये लंप हुए शायद ये डिस्चार्ज हुए निपल से स्किन चेंजेस भी हो सकते हैं और ये कह रहे हैं कि आम पेट में बगल में भी लंप हो सकता है सो अ लॉट ऑफ वुमेन डोंट नो एक्चुअली दैट getting a lump in the armpit could be a sign of breast cancer and I think that's one of the things that you know um, women just might not be aware of and the same with regards to kind of um, skin changes so it, it, it could look like a little bit like eczema um, and women might not be kind of aware of that um, and um, is there anything else um, um, with regards to what women should be looking out for with their breasts like you know with with what their skin so any skin changes what we're saying yeah. or shape changes in the shape or just basically yeah. anything if yeah. you notice anything yeah um, and um, w w just going on from that um, so we're saying about the signs and symptoms to look out for um, and women might not just notice that um, unless they're examining themselves so mm. how important is it for women to examine their breasts um, Adam? So Helen it's really important and actually um, uh, it doesn't take that long and it's a really simple thing to do um, in actual fact it takes less than five minutes and I did this very mini calculation in my head last night when I was thinking about this I think there are over 40,000 minutes in a month or thereabouts and if you think about it it takes you less than five minutes to have a feel around your breast and around the armpit so it's no time at all and the great news about it is it only takes five minutes just once a month that's all you need yeah and what should women what should you actually when you when you say examine yourself once a month what mm. do you actually mean by that what should women be doing okay yeah well there are lots of 
different ways of doing it and you might get confused about that but the key point is that find a way that's comfortable for you so it doesn't matter about the order it doesn't matter about how you do it or where you do it make it as easy and comfortable so i'm going to talk about one kind of example so a lot of women find it very or men find it very um easy find it easier to to do it whilst being in the shower or in the bath because often when you're there it's easy to feel your body parts and your breasts and your armpit and it's just you're more comfortable so it's often a good place to be so um so if, if you're in the shower the, the way to do it for example is use your fingertips and the the, the palms of your fingertips and just gently go around your breasts in a circular manner starting from the inside and going out and then have a feel of your armpit um around the outside of your armpit and on the inside of your armpit and also feel on top of your collarbone and also below your collarbone and then repeat that for the other side the other thing that's very useful to do henna is to stand in front of a mirror and if you can lift your arms up and have a look at the breasts and see what shape they are and the more you do that the more you'll get used to how they look and if there's any kind of skin change or maybe a shape change then you'll notice that when you're lifting your arms up in the air, for example. Do you so? You carry that very important. You have to examine your breast. So, what do you recommend? That you have to do it in a certain so आप शायद ये पहला दिन में ही नका चूज कर लें सो द फर्स्ट वीक मंथ और पहले आप देखें कि कोई डिफरेंस तो नहीं लगता यू माय इवन नीड टू लुक इन द मिरर फिर आपने फील करना है तो ये आपकी मर्जी है आपने कैसे करना है ये शावर में कर सकते हैं बेड में लेट के कर सकते हैं डजेंट वेरी मच है आपने पहले अंदर से बाहर और द फुल ब्रेस्ट फील करना है आपने देखना है कोई डिफरेंस तो नहीं लग रहा आपने पूरे बगल के तक जाना है कि वहाँ भी फील करना है कि बगल में कोई डिफरेंस तो नहीं है तो अगर आपने कोई भी डिफरेंस फील हुए आप फौरन अपने डॉक्टर को फोन कीजिए अपॉइंटमेंट बनवाजिए यू नीड टू स्पीक टू समबडी स्ट्रेट वे सो इफ वुमेन नोट एनी डिफरेंस दे नीड टू सी दर डॉक्टर स्ट्रेट वे दे नीड टू फोन नॉट डे डोंट दे एंड से आई कैन फील द डिफरेंस इन माय ब्रेस्ट बिकॉज इट्स रियली इम्पोर्टेंट फॉर देम टू डू इट एट दैट टाइम इज आई थिंक दिस इज रियली इम्पोर्टेंट मैसेज है ना दैट इट्स रियली सिंपल इफ यू जस्ट स्पॉट एनीथिंग दैट्स डिफरेंट एनीथिंग दैट वरीज यू एनी कंसर्न्स नो मैटर हाउ big or small your concerns are just let your gp know they are there for you even um even during covid and during the pandemic times that we're in they're still there waiting for you so don't hesitate really really important message yeah and um i know i know um it, it might seem like a a really simple thing but it's really just it's just so important that women are doing this and as i said at the beginning about it's estimated from research that's done that about 50% of women mm. don't really know what to look out for and that's why we wanted to kind of mention it today um and the importance of and we say it again and again if you're concerned if you're worried about anything at all please go and make an appointment with your doctor if breast cancers are picked up in the early stages there is a 90% chance that the women will still be alive in 5 years time okay this is uh, this is medical research that's been done so if the breast cancer is picked up at that time 9 out of 10 um people will you know it will be pretty much what we say curative if the breast cancer the same so it's the same cancer but it's picked up at a later stage 
Um, so the actual process of the cancer in itself is um, is uh, is the same, but it's picked up at a later. That number drops dramatically and drastically to one in ten women. That's how much difference it makes for women to go and see their doctor as soon as they notice a difference. And Adam, um, when we were talking about this show, you told me something really interesting about Asian women. Mm. Um, can you just repeat what, what, on air what you told me about um, Asian women and going to see their doctors? Yeah, I think it's a really interesting uh, point, Hannah, and it's something that I see a lot in my practice too. And it's and it's and it's quite sad from my perspective, in that although breast cancer is less common in um, black and Asian women. Um, they unfortunately present later, so they present with more advanced disease, um, so they present with disease that's more difficult to cure. Um, and that's a shame because, as as you've said, it is a curative condition. If you pick it up early enough, you can cure it and go on to lead uh, a long and healthy life. So it's really important that you pick it up. And the other interesting point that is worth bearing in mind is that... Um, there is definite evidence out there that, that, for example, Pakistani women and Bangladeshi women in particular mm. um, don't see their doctor mm-hmm. um, as much or as quickly. Mm-hmm. They also don't attend their screenings. Um, yeah. So you have this rather strange situation where mm. breast cancer is less common in black and ethnic minorities. And yet when they do present to their doctors, it's more advanced. So it's such a shame. We need to try and work and work, work a way around this and try and find a way to increase the awareness of breast cancer yeah. amongst them, um, black and Asian women yeah, and, and men. I've, I've talked about that before as well, where I've kind of just talked about the importance of even just making an appointment with your doctor. Not mm. Not even just for this, Adam, for lots of other things mm. as well. So when I talked about mental health, um, when I was doing my research for that, I found out that if you're if you're Asian, you you're um, half as likely to be getting help for your mental health condition mm, than yeah. if you're, um, you know, white. And uh, again, these these things are reflected against breast cancer. Um, you know, people just not even getting to the point of going and getting diagnosed, but even just going to see their doctor. You know, women are not going. Um, how can we change it, Adam? How can we change that? What can we do? Yeah, I think it's a, re- it's a really interesting question. I, I think the first point is that black and Asian women know that breast cancer is less common in their communities. Um, and maybe that encourages a slightly more relaxed attitude to breast cancer. And I think we need to change that. So we need to make sure that within our communities there is breast cancer awareness, that you need to be aware of your breasts how to examine your breasts, to not be afraid of examining your breasts and mm-hmm. also not be afraid of talking about it yeah. with your partner, with your family, yeah. with your children, with your mother, with your father, yeah. everybody. Because I think, unfortunately, and I've found this in my practice and in the work that I do, there is a stigma attached to breast cancer and I don't know why that is. Um, Oh, I d- um, it's a shame. I did a whole, um, I did a whole show, um, which I know you've listened to, mm. Adam, about the stigma attached to cancer diagnosis. So, everybody knows how I feel about the importance of, um, you know, being uh, being open, letting people be there, and just teaching people in in the community that um, a cancer diagnosis doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you're being punished for anything. These are th- all things mm. that I've heard people say. Um, so, you know, I'm saying it again today, just because of the importance of it. 
it. Um, yeah. Right. So um, if if anybody's listening that would like to message into the studio um, on WhatsApp, it's o seven four 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 two zero two one five five um i'm gonna play a song um when um when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about breast cancer screening what we actually mean when we say breast cancer screening um and we're also going to have a call from somebody um about around about half past um and i'm actually going to be talking to somebody who's had breast cancer so um you know somebody's very kindly uh, agreed to uh, come and talk about her own kind of story um so i'm going to play a song now just bear with me i'll get it ready for you so so i know a lot of people some people listen and they don't speak hindi or understand so um playing a a song for the romantics out there so i thought um because i've had a couple of messages saying i appreciate when you translate for me so i've done that for you today so part of this song um this is not written by me these are not words by me this is translation um i'm not i'm not as romantic as this um it says in my heart the kites of your love are flying i'm flying in this air and becoming your veil if i walk with you in a crowd i feel as though i'm alone i want to live in every breath of yours it is my desire or wish um i love you more than i love myself i promise my heart that i am with you um so th- that's how kind of <laughs> romantic this song is so some of you will enjoy that it's called mehun sad tere by arjit singh listening to Radio Sangam on 107.9 FM um, and I'm joined here by Adam who is a breast surgeon. Um, I'm Dr Henna. If you want to WhatsApp the studio it's 07444202155. We're talking about breast cancer. Um, if you missed it and you want to listen online, um, you know, the, t- the, the, the talk that we've done so far, I'll give you details about that a bit later. Um, Adam, um, when we talk about breast screening, what does that actually mean? So breast screening means um, it's essentially a programme designed to pick up breast cancers re- early. And as you mentioned before, finding a cancer early means you're more likely to treat it. So the whole purpose is to picking up a breast cancer much earlier. So um, if you are between the ages of 50 and 71, you will be called up every three years to have your breasts x-rayed. We call that a mammogram, and that allows us to see whether there's a cancer there or not. And obviously, if there is, we can start treatment. And what happens when you go for breast screening? So, Hannah, I think before I go into that, a really important point Mm -hmm. that I should make about breast screening is that um, although it's between the ages of 50 and 71, it Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that when you hit 50, you will get an appointment straight away. Um, It depends when your GP practice is part of that program. So it's within three years of being 50. So you might be 50 or 51 or 53, for example, but generally speaking. Mm -hmm. So what happens is you get a letter from your local screening unit, um, you will turn up and what happens is that you'll take your clothes off and the breasts will be gently compressed between some x-ray plates and that allows us to take a picture in two different views of your breasts and we call that a mammogram. Yeah, so we're going to talk about um, 
we're going to talk about breast cancer what happens when you're actually the person that gets breast cancer i'm getting a call now from somebody so just bear with me listeners and we'll get this person on air Hello, hi. Hi, Natasha. You are live on air on Radio Sangam. Um, just going to tell everybody again um, what they're listening to and the show that they're listening to, Tasha, before you talk, if that's okay. So this is Radio Sangam, 107.9 FM. The whole show is to- dedicated to talking about breast cancer, and I've actually got a breast surgeon with me in the studio. And then this wonderful lady, Tasha... Well, I'm going to call you Tasha, because that's what you told me to call you. Um, but <laughs> Natasha, um, she agreed uh, to kind kindly kindly share her story with us on air um first of all tasha thank you so 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 much um for agreeing to come on and talking about this um i just it's just fabulous that you've you're happy to share your journey and your story with us um natasha um do you want to just tell everybody who you are um a brief introduction and then i'll ask you some questions if that's okay Lovely, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity, actually, Henna, because um, it's an important topic that we're talking about. And I was sort of diagnosed with breast cancer, age 45, third lady in my family. So for me, it's just all about raising the awareness, you know, especially within the black and Asian community. So thank you so much for this opportunity, definitely. Natasha, what was it like when you heard those words, you know, it's cancer? Do you know, I went along to my appointment. Um, I went on my own because I thought, you know, it's just a, a routine appointment. I found a lump. I went to the GP. When the doctor said to me, I think it's cancer, it was shattering, absolutely shattering. I sort of went from waking up that morning, happy-go-lucky, to being told that about half past nine that very same morning, I think you have cancer. Um you know, I had biopsies and everything, so it was a case of waiting for the biopsy results to come back. So it was a challenging two weeks, but I just thought to myself, whatever the results come back as, whatever the outcome is, I would do my best to fight this disease. And that's the attitude, you know, I tried to keep throughout the whole journey, really. And could you, can you tell me what attitudes were towards you at that time? It was interesting, actually, because I've spoken to so many women who have had varied, you know, varied experiences. But mine have been positive throughout. Um, Friends, family, colleagues, people I've come, you know, just met across my journey, you know, like you, for example, Mm. it has been positive. And I think, you know, a lot of people that I've spoken to, we're so all wanting to just raise the awareness. Um, You know, like Dr. Adam said, if you find a lump, go to your GP. There's no shame. There's no stigma in having cancer. And I'm a firm believer in early detection makes a tremendous difference. To the outcome so for me it was just positive all the way um you know there's lots of negative stories of the nhs but i cannot praise the nhs 
enough. I mean, I work for the NHS, I'm a school nurse. But, you know, when you're diagnosed with something such as that, you know, your your medical hat sort of comes off, you become a patient. But the NHS were absolutely amazing every step of the way. Tasha, what helped you um, go through your cancer journey? I think for me, it was my faith as well. Um, you know, just believing in my faith. And I think also just trying to keep that positive mindset. There's no two days that are the same, you know, going from surgery to chemotherapy to radiotherapy. It's about a year plus journey. Um, like I said, keeping a positive mindset, sort of interacting with other ladies who were also equally as positive as me. Going through chemotherapy, that was, I think, for me, the most challenging part. But I would also try to, you know, just try and keep things as, inverted commas, normal as possible. Get up in the morning, go for a walk, um, do a lot of reading, just do things to try and occupy myself. But my faith was a big one. And also talking to other ladies who were going through exactly what I'm going through, although all journeys are individual. But, you know, when you can relate to somebody, that was a huge help because sometimes you don't feel like you want to talk to a family member. So, you know, just talking to people who are going through it. Yeah, that was a huge help for me, definitely. And the reason, the way that I got to know you is because I I did a show um, talking about cancer with somebody from Macmillan Cancer. And then when I was talking to that person, I found out, um, well, I found you who shared your story with Macmillan Cancer. Um, can you just tell me what, what made you actually decide to share your story, um, you know, on uh, across this, the, the Macmillan Cancer social media? What made you just... Um, kind of put yourself forward to, to, to talk about it so openly? It's quite funny, actually, you say that, Dr. Henna, how the whole thing sort of came about. Like I said, I was the third lady in my family. My mother and I were both diagnosed in 2018, she at the beginning, me at the end. And I often get these brain waves sometimes when I'm brushing my teeth. Um, and I suddenly thought, right, I'm going to set up, because throughout my journey, I hadn't come across social media is something that I didn't really use before but Instagram for me was an amazing and positive platform so I thought right I'm going to set up a page for black and Asian ladies because during my journey I couldn't find any of them on Instagram it was generally the ladies from America that I could find but not sort of any you know ladies from the UK so I set this page up black bald and beautiful on Instagram initially I only had a few followers but it just started to grow um, and Macmillan sort of contacted me they ran a feature with me so that's sort of how you know you probably came across me because I've had lots of people like yourself lots of different organizations that over time have just sort of contacted me because you know like I say my page is all about it's not about promoting me it's about promoting other women putting pictures out there stories out there pictures of lady who have ladies who have lost both breasts just to show you know that there's no shame or shouldn't be any stigma associated with breast cancer you know for black and asian ladies so um yeah that's how macmillan sort of came across me and you know i'm quite open with my journey because i think the more of us that speak about it it should then just become normal around the table conversation rather than something that we don't want to talk about because of the fear of the stigma um, or being embarrassed, you know, or all those things that 
a negative connotations attached to breast cancer. Yeah, I mean, you're right. So um, when I was kind of researching for this show, uh, I, I when I spoke to Macmillan Cancer, um, it was actually somebody from there that said, why don't you check this lady out? And um, this, this part of the conversation, you didn't know that I was going to say, Tasha. Um, I want to say to you, um, thank you for sharing your story uh, on a public platform. Thank you for putting yourself out there for something that you obviously went through that was a really emotive, emotional, traumatic journey for you, for you to then go, you know, after having got to the other side of that, to say, you know, it happened to me and not close that door, but actually help other people that are walking that journey now. It's an absolute inspiration and I really commend you for that especially for being somebody that works for the NHS especially for being we know I know as a healthcare professional it's very hard for us to talk about ourselves because we're so used to asking our patients how are you what's happening with you so when you actually open up your own heart and open up your own mind and then you know express your thoughts and ideas to other people Tasha honestly you probably won't know the number of people that you will help by just being you being so open about it and opening you know, up. Do you want to tell everybody your just to remind everybody what your Instagram page is, um, in case anybody wants to follow you on there? Because that's how we kind of met, isn't it? So, do you want to just tell anyone? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thank you for your lovely words. You know, like I say, it's all about raising the awareness. I'm a firm believer early detection. You know, breast cancer. Um, nobody chooses to have cancer at all, but dare I say it? It is one of the better ones in the sense that it's detectable you know lots of ladies you're able to find that lump and as long as you present to your gps you know generally it is a positive outcome um but going back to the instagram my page is um at blackboard n beautiful so at blackboard n beautiful um so yeah please do follow me on there if you've got anything, you know, I always say to ladies, followers, anything you would like me to post, send it to me and I'm more than happy to post it because it's about sharing those experiences, you know, and just eventually, hopefully, it will become a normal thing to talk about. Can you, so, yeah, um, thank you for the opportunity. No, it's all right. Um, Tasha, while you're on air, um, can you remind everybody how important it is to go and get their breast checked? Oh, yes. You know, I was listening to Dr. Adam and he was talking about, um, you know, checking your breast once a month. And I'm continually saying to ladies, you know, I even go to the supermarket and I do my shopping. And as I'm talking to the cashier, I try and spark up a conversation because it's so important to check your breast. We are so fortunate that here in the UK, we have a two week turnaround system. You know, you find a lump, you go to your GP within a month, you'll get your results. And, you know, if it is cancer, nobody wants to hear those words. It's cancer. But I always think it's better to go as soon as you notice any abnormalities, get it looked out, get it checked out, beg your pardon. Um, and if treatments required, then do so. But no, please do check your breast. It, it paramount absolutely paramount to do so um natasha um is there anything else that you'd like to say um not a question that i've asked you but is there anything that you'd like to say to me to our listeners to dr adam to anybody um this is this is i wanted to give you an opportunity to just use um, a bit of time to say you know from to, to talk about something that you wanted to talk about 
Yeah, thank you for that. At the moment, I'm trying to, in my local community, set up a support group. Um, you know, where I live, it's, it's a, a big ethnic minority as well. So I'm just trying at the moment to set that up once a month. Everybody can come along, have a talk, you know, just to again it's about raising the awareness it's about trying to knock down that stigma and for me i keep saying it early detection is key you know go to your gp get it checked out share your experiences i appreciate you know especially in the black community um we are very private we actually refer to it as the c word nobody wants to talk about it and looking back now i think you know when i was growing up and i look back now and i think so many people they died of cancer but nobody spoke about it and there's no shame there's no stigma and it's you know, like I say, we, we have the resources, we have the health service here. So just put yourself first and any abnormalities, you know, anything that's not right, just go and get it checked out. And like I say, you know, I'm here telling the story. Had I left my lump, it could have been a very different outcome. We may not have had that conversation, but, you know, I went and got it checked out. I was, thankfully, I was very early on. It was a stage one. And, you know, I pray to God I'm here for many years to share my experience and just to encourage other people. So, yes, get everything checked out, please. That That's my takeaway message, definitely. Natasha, thank you so, so much for coming here on air, um, you know, to share your story. Uh, you're a true inspiration, um, you know, for me, for our listeners, for people that will listen back to this. Um, it's so brave of you. It's so commendable of you. Thank you for mentioning um, about the two-week wait. Yeah, when when women get referred from, a, from, from, so from general practice where I work onto the hospital, um, they're seen within two weeks. I mean, this is the fabulous service that we have within the NHS and um, thank you for highlighting that to us Tasha and um, for, on behalf of Radio Sangam um, thank you uh, to you to Macmillan Cancer um, for sharing your story with us Tasha and I will speak to you later Lovely, thank you so much for having me, it's been an amazing opportunity thank you Dr Henna, have a thank lovely you. day Bye-bye take now. care listeners, bye 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 That was Tasha who shared her cancer journey with us um, and it's just so, so important for people to just be able to talk about these things. I keep saying it over and over again and, you know, if you're going through it, if you know somebody that's going through it, you know, talk to them. Please encourage them to talk about their story. Um, I'm going to play another song now. Um, It's uh, Calvin Harris featuring Rihanna. It was requested by someone and then we will be back. You are listening to Radio Sangam 107.9 FM. I'm Dr Henna. I've got um, Adam, who's not who's not a doctor yet. A Mister, are you Mister? The Mister, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> so, still a doctor too. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call you Doctor Adam. <laughs> so Doctor Hannah with Doctor Adam today. Um, Adam, um, we don't have uh, that much time to talk, so I'm just going to go straight on and open up um, to you. What are the important messages that you want to uh, relay before we fit, close off the show? Okay, Hannah. So a few important points. Firstly, early detection is really important. So. Get used to examining your breasts. Get to know them. 
As we mentioned earlier, Hannah, just a few minutes every single month, less than five minutes, just examining your breasts, your armpits, above the collarbone, for example. Um, and if you do find something, anything, or if anything really concerns you or you're worried about something or you just want to talk about something that you're not sure about, just contact your GP. Nothing has changed. They're still there. And if you do get referred on to the hospital, um, it's a very streamlined, very effective service. You get seen within two weeks. You get mo all your investigations done, usually on the same day, and you get your results within a week to two weeks. So there's, there's really no excuse. And the final thing I would say, Henna, is that um, there should be no stigma, no shame attached to a breast cancer diagnosis at all. It's something that we should all get used to talking about amongst our family, friends, um, our partners, and it should be a normal thing. So the final thing I, I would say is get used to talking about it amongst your friends, family, and colleagues. So, yeah, so I did... Um First of all, um, thank you, Adam, um, for coming in, for taking your time um, to come in, to actually come into the studio uh, to talk about this really important topic. So um, Adam's not even from around Yorkshire. You work down south, don't you? But he was visiting family around here. So, um, you know, I was like, you have to come in um, when we talked about this really important topic. Um, so thank you for coming in. Thank you for talking about it. Thank you for the, your role within the NHS for researching into these topics as well um you know as a as a doctor myself um you know i always love talking to other other doctors about the work that they're doing um from my point of view um, for our lovely listeners um you know our 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 ladies out there um and i did mention very briefly um that breast cancer can in very small number of cases happen to men so if you notice any difference on your chest please go and see your doctor but for our ladies um, the importance of going uh, of checking their breasts um, every every um, month, and then if you notice any differences, to please go and see your your doctor. Um, I I have to close off the show now. Um, you know, I always say that we don't have much time, and um, I'm going to end um, with a with a song that Dr. Adam chose, um, which has already started to play in the background. Um, you know I end uh, with a roomy quote every week so uh, this week where I'm going to say um, be with those that help your being um, so what I mean by that is surround yourself with people that you know will be good for you and good for your soul and good for your heart um, you've been listening to Dr Henna on Radio Sangam 107.9 FM I've been kindly joined by Dr Adam here in the studio with me the, the song's already playing um, it's from Dave Das which is his favourite film so I've said that that's fine we'll play we'll play one of his choices as he, as he made all the effort to come into the studio um, if you want to uh, follow me um, message me during the week it's Henna on Instagram and Henna Anwar A-N-W-A-R on Twitter um, I've been Dr Henna um, please 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 listen next week I'm going to be talking about gyne gyne gynecology cancers um, be with those that help your being. Until next week, I wish you peace and good health. Good override.
Dr. Hannah on a radio song on 107.9 FM across Yorkshire and we are on DAB across Greater Manchester, Birmingham and Glasgow. You might be listening to us on your phone app, Radio Sangam phone app, or you might be listening to us online, www.radiosangam.co.uk. I've been very impromptly told that I'm doing it until 12 o'clock. We had a full-on show planned between um, 10 and 11. We talked all about breast cancer, breast cancer awareness, the importance of examining your breast um, and the importance of going for breast screening. Now, normally Ansa um, comes in after me, uh, but he's not feeling too well today and I've uh, agreed that I'll actually cover the show until 12 o'clock. So I've still got Dr. Adam here with me in the studio. Um, I haven't let him go. <laughs> I've told him he's going to stay because as we've got this a surgeon here who does general surgery as well, I thought... Let's talk about the importance of bowel cancer screening as well. What do you think, Adam? Is that I think okay that's a very with good you? Idea, yeah. Yeah, okay, it. so um, what is bowel cancer screening, Dr. Adam? Putting him all on the spot now because this is completely <laughs> unprepared. What's bowel, bowel cancer screening, okay. Dr. Adam? So it's all about detecting bowel cancer as early as possible. Um, but I think what's important is are the symptoms of bowel cancer, Hannah. So the things that you can look out for and the things that you can tell your GP about if you're worried. So things like if you've got a change in your bowel habits. So you, more than anybody else, will know what your bowel habits are like, how regularly you go, when you go. Um, and I'm going to be really honest in terms of the language I'm using, the kind of consistency of your emotions, all that kind of stuff. So you know what you're like. So if you find that your bowel habit changes, say over the last few weeks, or maybe the last couple of months, then that's something to let your GP know about. The other thing to mm -hmm. mention is also if you get any blood in your poo, um, if you lose any weight as well, these are really important things that you need to let your GP know about. And they might be early signs of bowel cancer. So any any changes to a bowel habit? Um, so any any changes? So we just say any changes because you know we don't want people to be looking out for anything yeah. in particular. So any change to your bowel well, it, habit? It, there's a there's a bit of context with it because if you've had a bit of a dodgy, I don't know, a dodgy food or whatever it might be, like a virus, then you're gonna you might get a change in your bowel habit. Then so what I'm what we're talking about is yep. a prolonged change. So maybe over so the last couple few of weeks, weeks yep. maybe last couple of months or last yep. month or so. Yeah. So. Um, any change in your bowels um, with associated um, symptoms, so weight loss, um, bleeding um, from your back passage, um, any other symptoms like if you've got any pain, if you've felt, um, if you're feeling unwell for any other reason and then it's come associated with that, if these symptoms go on. Um, for you know longer than a couple of weeks, um, you know you need to be speaking to your mm. your doctor. Is that right, Adam? That's right, yeah. Um, and um, so you're a general surgeon. I am. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? So I have trained in both general and breast surgery. That means that I have done all the different parts of general surgery. So I've done bowel surgery. I've done what we call upper GI surgery. I've done breast surgery. I've done kidney surgery too. Um, I've done a bit of intensive care, a bit of accident emergency. So I've done pretty Loads much everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Um And what are the kind of common things, um, bowel-related? Because um, we, I thought, because, because we're talking about screening, um, because we talked about um, 
because we talked about breast cancer um, screening and we, I've talked about smear tests before, there's a bowel um, screening programme as well, isn't there? Um, so uh, that's why I kind of thought, mm. let's just talk about that a little bit as well. Yeah. Um, now, um, I've said so, so many times that if you get any changes um, anywhere, that people should should go and see their doctors. Now, um, I haven't had time to talk about this, you know, before, but bowel cancer screening um, is one of the three screenings that we have in this country. Um, so there's cervical screening, breast cancer screening, and the other one is bowel cancer screening. So men and women um, between the ages of 60 to 74 um, are invited through a home testing kit that's sent through the post usually. Um, to check for hidden blood in poo and this is completed uh, every two years and um, this picks up kind of blood um, which can, can then kind of uh, um, tip us off basically um, to do some further investigations um, so if you haven't received this kit um, and you're those ages you can contact your GP to find out how to order the kit um, or you can order it directly um, so if you google bowel screening um, you know that will come up um, and you know Again, we'd, I'd encourage you, if you're bleeding from anywhere, um, that's unexpected. So if you notice any blood coming from your back passage, if you're coughing up any blood, that could be a sign of lung cancer. So if you're bleeding from anywhere at all, um, you need to be going and seeing your doctor. But the reason I thought let's talk about a little bit about bowel is because I've got Dr. Adam here in the studio with me. Now, um, we're going to have some ads coming up in um, in a couple of minutes Um so uh, I thought let's play the ads first and then or let the ads play first and then we'll be back um, kind of after after that. Um, so we're going to play a song. Um, this is uh, Mariah Carey um, and it's one that's been requested by somebody um, uh, earlier on, which I didn't have a chance to play because I think people because uh, I try and play kind of a mix of things as well. So I'm going to play a bit of Mariah Carey. We're going to have some ads um, and then Dr. Adam's going to talk a little bit more about the impulse of recognising the symptoms of bowel cancer. Um, it's completely impromptu. Uh, it wasn't planned. The breast cancer stuff was planned. Um, so bear, bear with us, bear with us. Um, so this is Mariah Carey and this is called We Belong Together. Um, I'm just hoping that it plays properly. Dr. Henna, I normally do 10 to 11 and um, Ansa or Race are coming uh, after me but um, Ansa's not feeling well um, so I've agreed to cover till 12 o'clock and I had Dr. Adam here with me in the studio who was talking about breast cancer and um, he's agreed to stay because he also does general surgery. Uh, we, we thought we'd give you a little bit of information about bowel cancer as well um, because that's an important topic that we, we thought we didn't really have time to talk about before but as we do have the time we thought we'd give you a little bit of information. So what we've said so far is that if you notice a prolonged period of a change in your bowel habits, so let's say a couple of weeks or more, if you notice any kind of lumps um, when you're feeling your abdomen, if you're getting any tummy pain, if you've noticed any weight loss, but if you're getting bleeding from your back passage that you didn't have before, please go and get checked out because these are all signs of um, rect colorectal cancer, aren't they, Dr. Adam? Um, and um, is it common? Is, is colorectal cancer common um, in this country? Um, uh, yeah, it, it is common, Hannah. Mm -hmm. um, it's not as common as some other cancers. It's the fourth most common cancer in the UK. So it, it is still relatively common. And I think, um, interestingly, 
Uh, a lot of people will know more about colorectal cancer recently because of the actor that passed away, from the, the actor that was in Black Panther. Mm. Um, he was quite young. And what I would say about that is that most people that get diagnosed with bowel cancer tend to be above the age of 50. Um, so it's the most common age group. But it can occur in younger people too. So it's really, really important to just be aware of your bowel habits. Um, and I would say this as well, Henna, that... Um, we are we do get quite embarrassed about our bowel habits don't we sometimes and uh, i would encourage everyone not to be because it's really important to be familiar with what your emotions are doing and and what they're like and if they change in any way and like you said if you get any blood or a change in the bowel habit if it's looser if you get constipated and you don't normally get constipated these are all signs that it could be something a bit more serious so it's really really important to let your gp know yeah, um, and I'll just, um, uh, I guess, uh, agree with the importance of that. Um, as somebody that works in general practice, so I see a different side of things to what Dr. Adam does. So Dr. Adam sees people um, when they get referred on to the hospital, but I see patients um, when they just start out with these symptoms. Um, so I, I get um, a patient, for example, um, and it will say something like, um, blood um, in, when they go to the toilet um, so I then speak to them and if I think you know I'm not really sure what this is um, it might be a cancer uh, you know I don't, I don't really know what that's like so I then refer people on to the hospital um, and then they get to see people in the hospital like Dr Adam and then so what happens um, Adam um, you know when I refer people on because um, that's the end of my kind of journey at, you know at, at this stage mm. with them until we know kind of what's happened to them um, what happens when people get referred on What where does it go from there where does the journey yeah. go from there so lovely gps like yourself send the referral to us on a two-week wait and what that means is that we will see the patient within about two weeks um and once we see you in clinic we'll, we'll ask you a few questions we'll go through your medical history we'll ask you about any your previous medical problems and any operations you've had in the past the medications that you take for example and then we'll examine you so we'll have a feel of your tummy and another really important part of the clinic experiences for us to examine your back passage and what that means is that with your permission we um, pop a finger into your back passage and the reason for that is just to feel around because sometimes you can feel for lumps but also sometimes you can feel for things that might be causing the bleeding that aren't actually cancer so it's a really useful test that we can do in the clinic too yeah um, and what what does it mean when people have um, get referred for a camera test? Because um, that's what yeah, you get told, yeah. isn't it? What does it mean when they go, oh, you need a camera test? What does that mean? Okay, so um, there are two types of camera tests from the bottom end, that is. Um, the first one is a colonoscopy. And what that means is that we have a look all the way around your bowel. So starting from the bottom, going all the way around to the other side of your tummy, which is on the right-hand side, and that's called the cecum. So that's the right side of the bowel. And that's the more... A complete investigation and what that means is that when you come into hospital um, so usually you would have had some preparation that you drink and that empties your bowels out and so when you come in we can properly see um, your bowels all the way around the other test that we sometimes do that isn't the full test it's called a flexible sigmoidoscopy and what that means is it's a small it's a smaller test it's just looking at the bottom end of your bowel and we just go uh, from the from the bottom 
to the left side of your tummy and that's a much shorter test and if we think that's more appropriate we'll do the shorter test rather than the bigger test and it's not to scare people is it to kind of tell these stories because actually um i think it's something like 90 percent of people that gps refer on to hospital for mm. test querying cancer actually end up being something else so it doesn't mean that if you've got these symptoms, so if you've got a breast lump or if you've got some bleeding in your back passage, it doesn't mean that you've actually got cancer. What it means is that you need to go and see your doctor so we can actually investigate to see if this is something that we, you know, um, could turn out to be cancer. So we're not talking about this to scare people. We're not talking about this um, to make people get really, you know, panicked and anxious. The reason that we're talking about it is because this these symptoms you know in, in a small number of people um you know still thankfully um you know in a small number of people can end up being something serious and i think it's just the importance of raising awareness of it you know within the community within um especially within our asian community um so adam and i talked um before you know earlier on about um asian people being a bit less likely to make appointments to see their doctor for worrying issues and you know main sochti hu ke mujhe pata nahi kyun hai hamare log nahi aate doctor ke paas jab koi problem ho bleeding ho rahi hai ya koi lump notice kiya hai ye log nahi aate wo bahut late aa jate hain hamare paas jab ye problem sometimes ye phail jati hai us time tak so that really kind of worries me um right we're going to play another song um now and then um i'm going to think during that song if i can if i can think of any other questions that i can ask him i don't take advantage of that while he's still here um so so um i was going to play that but i'll play something else FM. This is Dr. Henna. I've got Dr. Adam in the studio with me. He's been here with me since 10 o'clock. Thanks for staying extra. <laughs> I did actually Hannah. say it's only going to be 10 till 11 and then um, we both got told um, last minute that we'll be staying for a couple of hours, um, but that's fine. Um, we, we're both passionate about teaching people about health and um, wanting people to know about things. I think um, one of the things um, that I've found uh, within my practice, within my clinics, Adam, is um, a lot of people are scared um, to come and see the doctor um first of all right in the beginning of the pandemic uh, we're going to talk about COVID-19 I talk about this sometimes obviously people were a bit scared to come to see us because um they're scared about being referred on to the hospital they're scared about going out of their houses when the the pandemic's still going on um at first i think people may not have realized that um, gp practices are still open now we've stayed open the whole way through the pandemic and yes we had to change the way that we did our appointments so a lot of our appointments for for the for the um uh, for, for at the beginning they changed to um, phone appointments video appointments and um, we are seeing people in clinics now now it is different Adam as you know we've got to put PPE on and um, we've got masks on it's a very different way of working but the the point that I'm making to our listeners is that we are open we have stayed open we are here for you if you've got any worrying symptoms signs or anything please don't be embarrassed don't feel that you can't see and speak to your doctor um if you worried about going out of the house um you know we we offer a phone and appointments initially um but i'm just reflecting in my practice um some patients that i've spoken to that have had symptoms for a few weeks up to a few months before they've actually spoken to anybody about it and adam it's safe in the hospitals isn't it um you know when people get referred to you guys it's safe we're we're all adhering to um 
uh, these rules and um, you know do we want to do you want to say as well um, how important mm. it is for people to come to come and speak to us um if they're yeah. worried about anything yep sure no um i think it's a really important point you make henry about GB practices and hospitals remaining open during the pandemic. We haven't closed. We've been open the whole time. But yes, things are a bit different. Um, and if you get referred on to the hospital, you will notice that there are things that are different. So for example, obviously you have to wear masks when you come in and we will provide you with those masks if you haven't got one. And it's very important that you sanitise your hands when you come in too. Um, a really important point to make, however, is that you unfortunately won't get the chance to bring uh, a relative with you when you come in mm -hmm. and the reason for that is that obviously as we're trying to physically distance in hospital having less people is very important so what I would suggest you do if you want to bring somebody is that they can still come with you and they can wait um, either in the car in the car park or even in the canteen or in the um, coffee shop whilst you have your appointment or procedure done so your your family and your friends can still come with you as well yeah um it's it's just a clarification really of how important it is not to sit on your symptoms mm. so you got a breast lump go and see your doctor yeah. you've got bleeding from your back passage go and speak to your doctor you've got um you know any any mm. sign any symptom any worrying symptoms any bleeding from anywhere and um, we don't have time today to talk about other types of cancers common cancers like lung cancer etc which you know i'm sure i'll touch on at some other point but i think adam and i are both um trying to raise awareness of um the fact that we're here um we're here for you um i'm talking from somebody that works in general practice and hospital i still do some hospital shifts as well um you know we 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 as the nhs um we are here for you we want you to come and speak to us we want you to come uh, with your signs and symptoms um we don't want you to be you know panicked at home i say something to people when they say to me that oh i don't know kind of why i'm here um you know it's probably nothing so what i say to those people is i would much 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 rather reassure somebody who's got symptoms not to worry about than be talking to somebody three months down the line who's actually got a diagnosis of advanced cancer so from a doctor's point of view i do not want people to feel embarrassed that this might be nothing it's probably nothing so i'm not going to get it checked out from a from a general practice point of view i want people when they've got any worrying symptom at all to to pick up that phone and make an appointment with your gp um you know to talk to your family and say look i'm worried about this symptom um you know and if if your family member says to you um you know i've got this i've noticed a lump in my armpit i've noticed a lump in my breast i've noticed that i'm bleeding from my back passage and you know i, I mean ladies you'll know if you listen to me um every week that i talk about the importance of smear tests as well so you know again if you haven't been for your smear test because you're worried about the way that the um, GP practices are running through the pandemic. This is safe. GP practices are still doing smear tests. Um over 60% of um, Asian ladies so you know over 60% across all brackets of South Asian women um, Pakistani Indian Bangladeshi of women don't go for their smear test there's a lot of um, there's a lot of concern about this from my side um, you know we want you to come for your smear test because what happens when you have a smear test is it picks up the signs um, the possible signs of a cervical cancer which I've talked about before about um, you know it can still happen to Asian women it can still happen to women that have only had one 
one partner. It can still happen to women that are not having sex anymore. It's still important for you um, ladies to go and get checked 